0: Incoming transmission. Incoming transmission.
1: Freak Network audio transmission begins in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. You're
2: listening to Tranny Wreck 73.
1: (laughs) Crazy Tranny song. This is a song for a crazy, crazy tranny. This is a song, the crazy, crazy tranny song. This is a song for a crazy, crazy tranny. Hey, Rebecca, 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 hey,
3: Rebecca, hey, Rebecca, hey, Rebecca, hey, 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 hey,
2: And masturbating
4: <laughs> from Portland, Oregon.
1: Tranny Rec Radio.
3: Woo! Woo! Concourse B, Concourse D, Concourse S and M. I like the airport men's room, cause they frequently have men. One guy sat beside me, and tapped my one-inch wall. We made a tight connection in that tight airport stall. Weeks go by, and there's my bathroom boyfriend on C-SPAN. Ironic he's Republican, that ends with public can. I flush to score! My men's room date's a senator Men's room date's a senator My job's hardcore His policy is open door My men's room date's a senator First he peeked into my space With special interest on his face I just smiled and tapped my feet And whistled paper moon Soon he's in the next door loo A-nudging me with his ortho shoe Something made it clear to me That we'd have Congress soon Who knows who's beside you This restroom game's a rush How lucky I got Delta Queen To help complete my flush My stud's mature My homeland's feeling quite secure My men's room date's a senator Men's room date's a senator He's fun galore He's number one or two for sure A men's room date's a senator Na, 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 na You're still a family values man, but if you blame your real white stance, you must wear ultra stretchy pants. They'll make fun, yes they will. Let those bloggers mock us, but I'll stand up or sit for you and help you pull your caucus. The right wing should be proud, you know you put the hoe in Idaho. Oh no, don't let them spoil it. Oh yeah, I'll meet you in the toilet. Na 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 na. Flush to score My hot spot is a cold towel floor My men's room date's a senator Men's room date's a senator My John's hardcore Hey, bring your camera Michael Moore My men's room date's a senator
2: men's room date is a senator, or my men's room date's a senator, by The fump, courtesy of the Podsafe Music Network, and uh, also my dog. My name is Rebecca Nay. You're listening to Tranny Rec Radio, whether you're listening on transfm.org, wkjce, thefreaknetwork.com, myspace, facebook, wherever you're listening. Thank you so much for listening. Today is sunday november 4th 2007 how the fuck is everybody doing it's been a long time since we've talked and to quote the christian hugens excuse me had to say that right how are you doing it's been so long since we've talked how are you doing no really how are you doing there is that good enough I, I hope everybody is doing well. I th- One of the reasons I haven't podcasted in quite a while is, I when I do apologize for that, is I've been kind of in a funk. And I really have a hard time podcasting when I'm kind of in a downer mood. I know I've done some emo casts in the past, but it's really hard for me to do a, a, a super emotional podcast because podcasting takes a lot out of me in general. And when I'm in a downer mood, it takes even more out of me, even though those have a tendency to be, at least as a listener for me, I love those podcasts more than any other When Somebody just kind of lays it all out there. But for me, I can have to be in an emotionally charged up mood, uh, whether it be in a good mood or charged up in like I'm pissed or something. That's really the... Times that I am able to produce a podcast, and I just haven't had very many of those lately. I haven't had, you know, any, like, experiences that have made me, like, super upset. I've just been kind of depressed. Um, A couple of reasons. Uh, One of the reasons, I I talked about this a couple of shows ago, a, a job that I was applying for within my department um, I made the mistake of getting optimistic about it and thinking maybe I really did have a chance. And uh, the reality is, no, not so much. <laughs> uh, there was a coworker that I worked right that I worked really close with, that I started bonding with, and she got canned for reasons that... Uh, I don't, and she doesn't quite understand, and I don't understand, and even the local department management doesn't quite understand. It was like one of those corporate HR moves that make you go, hmm. So, yeah, not getting that position that I got my hopes up for, which was a mistake. Uh, losing my, the coworker that I that really brightened my day every day that I was at work. Um, you know, and then just, you know, the the run of the mill everyday so, uh, social experiences that I have being, uh, you know, out in public, <laughs> which, you know, you've heard perfect examples of what I have to put up with, uh, in pe- previous shows, very recent shows. So, yeah, I just been kind of down in a funk, uh, been kind of down on myself and just, but, you know. It's just one of those things you know you get through it, you work through' them. Uh, i've I've definitely gone through much worse times in my life. and so you know i'm I'm pulling back out of it. I think one of the biggest things that's gonna get me out of my little depression um, is getting more exercise because uh, exercise produces natural endorphins in your brain, and I, it's one of the things you know, bicycling. The last couple of years is one of the things that's really kept me uh, emotionally uh, level, so to speak. So I need to get off my lazy fat ass and start uh, doing more exercise. So that is my uh, diagnosis and prognosis for my fucked up head. Um, let's see. As far as uh, enda. You know, I'm just going to do a quick ENDA update here. At least the last time I checked, I didn't check today, but the last I heard, uh, just since we've last podcasted, um, the non inclusive ENDA bill, the ENDA bill that does not include transgender people. And if for those of you that are new listeners, I'm talking about the Employment Non Discrimination Act um, that's been going through uh, Congress here in the United States. it originally was introduced earlier this year to include protections for gay, lesbian, bi, and gender identity. I'm not going to say transgender. I'm going to say gender identity, and I'll explain that in a second. Um, recently, in the past month, gender identity was stripped from the bill. Um, and now what has happened as of recently is Tammy Baldwin introduced an amendment to the non-inclusive bill to put gender identity back into the bill. And, of course, that was shot down pretty quickly after that. So now the Senate, or not the Senate, that U.S. House of Representatives is in the process of getting ready to vote on the non-inclusive end of bill. So you still have time to call and email your representative and tell them to not vote to oppose uh, an end a bill that is not inclusive, because let's face it, it's not going to pass the uh, it's not going to pass through the Senate more than likely, and it's definitely not going to get signed by President bigot. So you know, right now I th- I believe the hate crimes bill, which passed the Senate. Uh, is on president Bigot's desk, desk as we speak, and I, the, the expectations are that he'll veto the hate crimes bill as well. So the idea of moving a ENDA bill through the u s House of Representatives that not including gender identity, it hurts us in several ways. Number one, and it, it not only does it make a statement that we really don't that we really don't care about transgender people right now, but a, end a bill, and make no mistake, an end a bill without gender identity hurts everybody. Because what you're saying, if you pass an end a bill without gender identity, what you're essentially saying is it's okay to be gay as long as you don't act gay. So, this really, this end a bill can hurt a lot of gays and lesbians whose gender presentation and gender identity. Doesn't conform to the narrow normal standards. So make no mistake: an end a bill that does not include gender identity hurts everyone—gay, straight, lesbian, and bi. and by, because there are even straight people that, whose gender presentation doesn't conform. Uh, so, yeah, this is this is bad. Call your call your representative, email your representative, and urge them. To oppose a non-inclusive end, I know you've heard this time and time again on this show. And eventually, I, I was going to. One of the reasons I've been putting off podcasting is because I wanted to do a show just talking about my own life experiences and why this issue is hits home to me on a personal level. Because yes, I live in an area of the country uh, where I am a uh, I am a protected a class. In Portland, Oregon, it has been illegal to discriminate against gender identity for quite some time now, for several years. And as of the 1st of January, the, the entire state of Oregon will now be protected based on sexual orientation and gender identity as far as discrimination goes. So... Does this really i mean does this federal end up bill really hit me personally as far as will it affect my life? Probably not, but the unemployment rate amongst gender nonconformant people is astronomically high, and you know one of these days I'll take some time to do a show about it and you know and do research and shit. um hi, honey um I'm doing a podcast. Um. No, I don't want to play. Thank you, though. That's my dog trying to get my attention because I'm not paying attention to her. I love you, but I'm recording. I, what, you want to say hi? Say hi. You know, say, say hi. Say hi. Say, no. 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 No, 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 no. I don't want to play. I'm not playing. Not playing. No. Go lay down. I'll play with you after the show. Go lay down. Okay, so... There's Eris being the star of Tranny Rec Radio, of course. So yeah, that's my little end update and my little and my little end rant, if you can call it that. Um, so one of the things that uh, one of the things that, even though I've been going through a funk over the last couple of weeks and my job has been incredibly boring, one of the advantages to that is that I get to listen to a shitload of podcasts in an effort to promote podcasting and create goodwill (laughs) fuck that shit this is about me and what i like to listen to you're listening listening to rebecca Rebecca Nays' Nays' Playlist. playlist The playlist for this episode is going to be of an emo variety because that's the kind of mood I've been in over the past couple of weeks, and I've really connected to people that are doing emotional podcasts. Uh, This first podcast that I'm going to plug is uh, an exception to that, and it's a music podcast. It's one of the newer members of the Freak Network, and that is Visitronics Radio, uh, hosted by Kiko Lombardi, which you can find at blog.visitronics.com. Kiko plays a lot of music that I like. He, he has a tendency to lean towards the pop rock type stuff, and I really like that. Um, plus, Kiko, you have a really sexy voice, and I know Kiko listens to this program. hmm The next podcast I want to plug... Is, uh, Spanking B. Arthur. I've plugged him before on this podcast. Matthew. Matthew, I met him at the podcast expo. Matthew has done a, quite a, a couple of uh, emotional podcasts as of recently talking about his, uh, childhood experiences being homeless and how that's affected his psyche and who he is and how he looks at life today. And so I would encourage you to go over to spankingbearthur.com and give him a listen because he has really been putting his uh, heart and soul out uh, in front of the microphone recently. And uh, that's really been entertaining, not only entertaining, but, uh, you know, uh, it makes you connect. These are the kind of things that make podcasting unique for sure. So spankingbearthur.com. Uh, the next podcast I want to plug is uh, one of the TransFM members. She doesn't podcast that often, but uh, Sabrina from Sabrina Talk. She just put out a podcast. Uh, she does one probably every couple of months. Uh, she just put out a podcast talking about her uh, the loneliness That she is facing because of uh, her recent divorce and how that's affecting her, uh, the the gender issues that she's facing. And I really connected with that because just recently, I have to be honest with myself, I've been kind of lonely not having Alex here, (laughs) especially now that he's got a new girlfriend. That's, you know. I I I I can definitely see us uh, uh, some distance being created between me and Alex. And let me say this: I'm really happy for him. I'm very happy with the direction he's going in his life. And who knows? I, I think we'll always be friends. Uh, the, you know, we shared four years of our life together, and you know that just does, doesn't disappear. And so I'm very happy with him. But I have to say, I think. Uh, listening to Sabrina's podcast really struck a, a note, struck a chord with me just based on the fact that I'm now living alone. And, you know, for the most part, I love it, but it does get lonely from time to time. And I think I, I, I definitely have to say that David from zillifag.com and Dace from DaceInYourFace.com, which is never updated I do enjoy playing uh, World of Warcraft with them. Uh, they're kind of they've kind of been my social life, and you know I probably talk with them you know three to four times a week. So and that's always kind of nice. So uh, Sabrina, talk go listen to her. She's on the Trans FM Internet Broadcast Network at transfm.com. dot com. The link of her show will be on the show notes of Training Rec Radio, as will all of these that I'm plugging. The next podcast I want to plug is. Yeah, and uh, these podcasts are getting like more and more emo as I uh, <laughs> as I go down the list. And I, I should probably put Susan's uh, podcast at the end, you know, towards the as the last one I'm going to plug. But go listen to TalkingTranny.com. dot uh, com. Susan pr- is probably better at putting her, her entire self putting putting it all out there in front of the microphone. She's probably better than anybody at that. She. Gets really emotional on her podcasts. She is not afraid to speak her mind, to share her emotions, to share her feelings, which I know personally is not something that's easy to do. Uh, go listen to TalkingTranny.com and especially send her an email because she did recently did a suicide podcast. It wasn't one of those where goodbye, crew world, I'm going to kill myself. Uh it wasn't of the Andy Milton variety, but it was definitely a podcast just talking about suicide and and weighing the pros and the cons and the ups and the downs. It's one of those podcasts that definitely gets your attention, and you know let's hope that that's all she was trying to do with that was get people's attention. But she it was definitely a genuine podcast. It wasn't definitely – I i didn't see it as one of those ones where, ooh, let's do a podcast about suicide and see how much attention I can gather from it. But go listen to TalkingTranny.com if you really like listening to somebody that just really gets emotional behind the microphone and puts it all out there. Uh, and, and Susan, if you are listening – I don't think you are because you're kind of a busy whore um, – I definitely send my well wishes and thoughts to Susan. I consider her a friend of mine. She's one of those podcasters that I have met in person, and she's got a good heart. So TalkingTranny.com. Last but not least on the p- playlist would be Jenny from PizzaBabe.com. She's our pod mama on the freaknetwork.com. Jenny has recently gone through some really difficult times because she broke up with – well, she didn't break up – Bob, who has been her sidekick for the past – ever since she started podcasting and, uh, and, and has been her lover. And it's kind of a complicated – it's a complex – I don't want to I, – I don't know. I've never known what to call Bob, whether uh, he was her lover, her boyfriend, her master. She's called him all of those things. Uh, very complex situation. Uh, Bob and Jenny were both married, were and are both married to other people. Um, Jenny. Uh, Jenny's husband knew about her relationship with Bob, but Bob's wife did not know about his relationship with Jenny. And basically what happened was as soon as uh, Bob's wife found out, he ended it with Jenny. And plus he called her and told her that he didn't love her anymore, which Bob, if you're listening, I know most of us and anybody that has listened to you and Jenny over the last two years, we know that's not true. So... um that was really hard for her. So Jenny, the way she's been dealing with that is podcasting. She's just been, and it, her show at pizzababe.com, her shows have been great. They've been raw. They've been emotional. She's just been leaving, laying it all out there. And I would encourage all of you to go over to pizzababe.com and give her a listen if you're not already. And let her know that you appreciate everything that she has done, and uh, that you enjoy her podcasts because I definitely do. So, uh, on that note, um, I would like to play a song. This is a song that I wouldn't have played unless I knew. This is a song I'm playing with Jenny in mind, because I found out recently that she is a Metallica fan. But this is also a song that I've listened to that whenever I hear, ever since I was a teenager, has connected with me emotionally. Uh, And and definitely, it's definitely, I would call it an emo song. So Jenny, this is uh, Metallica, Unforgiven, and this is for you, baby. For those of you that are not Metallica fans, it's about six and a half minutes. You can fast forward if you like.
4: middle of this exciting podcast from the freaknetwork.com. Now, don't go ahead and fast-forward through the music or fast-forwarding, trying to see if they're going to talk about you. Listen to the entire show, because it's worth it. If it wasn't worth it, it wouldn't be on the Hey, Rebecca. Hey, Rebecca. Transponder.com I was just calling to say hey And that uh, I think that Transgender non-inclusive end sucks And that HRC needs to step up to the plate And I really appreciate your support And I really hope that you get laid So here's to you Giving you a toast And I'll talk to you later Hugs and kisses This is Neela Transponder.com Hi,
2: Mila. Thank you so much for that voicemail and your thoughts on that.
5: Rebecca May, I hate you. Oh, shit. You told
2: me that you were drunk and you're watching football with Mark Well, me and Pizza Bay were spilling our guts, sweating it out next to those hairsprayed bitches. Oh, my
0: God. I'm so mad right now. Okay, not anymore. Bye.
2: That was Marina bitching me out because I didn't attend the uh, Women in Podcasting uh, forum at the Podcast Expo, which I really wasn't invited to speak on, even though I've been podcasting for over two years. And as far as I know, I'm a woman. Well, not by everybody's standards, but they can get fucked. Uh, But yeah. Sorry, Marina. I was puking my guts out that morning because I drank way too much alcohol the night before. And I decided, like a dumb bitch, to eat calamari uh, before I went to bed. Calamari alcohol. Mixed drinks do not mix. <laughs> another. Here's another voicemail from Mila. I'm way behind on my voicemails, by the way.
4: Well, hey, Rebecca, this is Mila again. Sorry for leaving you two messages in the same night. But I was just thinking about some stuff that you said on your podcast. And I wanted to kind of weigh in on the HIV issue. And I personally think that it shouldn't be an issue with people.
2: What she's talking about, I did a show a few episodes ago, if you're a new listener, talking about, uh, I asked people to call in and say, if you had HIV, would you reveal your status to... Uh, uh, Casual sex partners In other words, somebody that you probably Would just, it's a wham bam Thank you ma'am, you probably won't befriend Them, probably will never even see them Again, as long as you're using protection And using safe sex, what would You do? That was basically The question I posed to listeners
4: That when they're, um, you know, when they're seeking To date them, but I do think that Because of all the You know, the people freaking out about it It would probably be a good idea to To disclose it up front um but you know it's your own personal business and as long as you're not hurting anybody then i'm behind you so keep it real and i will talk to you later oh and uh make sure you tell jana to make sure she gets all of her homework done so she can hang out with me later bye-bye
2: jana get all your fucking homework done so you can hang out with mila actually i talked to jana from transponder.com the other night and uh uh, apparently that those two have been sick <laughs> and, you know, they're just kind of swapping germs and passing it off. Uh, so, you know, I guess that happens when you're in a relationship, but, uh, uh, Milo over at trans ponder.com. Go give her a listen. Uh, Marina, I love lard.com. Go give her a listen. These are, uh, the transponders, uh, trans FM, part of my trans FM family. Marina is part of the freak network family. And now we have a voicemail from Casey who has called in before. I was wondering about what Casey's gender was because I didn't want to make any assumptions based on his voice which I now can comfortably use that pronoun with Casey. Let's hear what he has to say.
6: Hey, this is Casey Liam. I was calling because I just listened to the uh, last Trendy Racky. Anyways, um, so I just want to say a couple things. First of all, I'm... I guess I'm... Okay, I think I'm male, but obviously normal society does not. I'm a uh, female to male transsexual. Kinda like... well, the opposite of you. I almost said like you. Anyways, um... Yeah, it's funny about the passing thing, cause... Um, I also have issues. But it, what makes it sometimes funnier is I'll introduce myself as Casey Liam. And people think I'm saying Lee Ann, So they think I'm female. Yeah, it's kinda crazy. Um, another funny story, just really quickly. Um, I got called "Ma'am" in, um, like, after I'd introduced myself as Casey Liam and I had facial hair. So yeah, not so exciting. Um, yeah, so that's basically what I wanted to say. All right, bye. Oh, and I love the show, cause, yeah. Anyway, bye. Thank
2: you, Casey. Uh, I always love it when I get uh, voicemails, emails, whatever. From I've had a lot of trans men contact me since I started this show a couple of years ago. Definitely, there's a sizable contingent of trans, uh, trans, rec, listeners that identify as trans men. And I love that. I really do because I know you guys are out there, even though, you know, we don't see you a lot in. Uh, online social circle online trans social circles we know you're out there i know you're out there and i appreciate the fact that uh you enjoy the show thank you so much casey for that uh voicemail uh the next couple of voicemails are some long ones ainsley loves to call in to the tranny rick voicemail line and ainsley i love you calling in do understand though that i have to be somewhat selective <laughs> otherwise i would I, I have enough voicemails from ainsley i could probably do an entire show uh of ainsley voicemails and really what i need to do ainsley is bring you onto the show uh, i i definitely love to have do a show with you and talk about uh a lot of these issues as a matter of fact the next time i i do a show on racism, I think you would be a fabulous guest. And now Ainsley, uh, Ainsley's latest issue is, uh, well, First, this first voicemail, and, and I'm just going to play these both together. This first voicemail basically talks about why Ainsley loves to call into the Tranny Rec voicemail line and kind of what got Ainsley started doing this. And uh, then it, it continues on with... Uh, Ainsley's little rant about uh, Native American mascots where Ainsley is basically uh, lecturing me. <laughs> so, uh, let's listen to Ainsley. Uh, come on, play.
5: Um, Hi. Uh, I remember when I uh, first heard the Ali Mahogany season. For me, it was like... Um, catalyst to to put my voice out there on the, on, on the sort of trans pod wave, which is something that I've been longing to do for a long time. And I knew that I would sort of need something that would be a, a conflict, like, because there's something about um, being able to throw in all of your sort of more forbidden feelings, like like anger or or going into more forbidden topics, which is something that you do, which I feel really um like that's the right place for me to be communicating. Um, and so I feel like, well, maybe you don't understand like that. I see that as positive thing, but um, it it's um is really uh, uh, as Bell Hooks I like to read um, Bell Hooks she's always been a voice which has been very useful for me in understanding racism in the United States and um, she says you know she says a uh, system of white supremacy is something which is in all of us it's in the people of every race These are lessons that we learn in our society, and we reinscribe them in our lives. And and feminism, true feminism, is also against racism of um, uninscribing these these lessons of domination and um, oppression. And I felt like, you know, as people in a trans movement. We need to be feminists, and we need to be feminists who are against racism. And I feel like when when you when you're going up there and getting really angry because somebody's protesting a really racist sports mascot, you know that that keep going on. Um, you you know you. You're in your low low you know like white middle class like desperation and and you need to go and let off some steam at a sports game, and you're only thinking about your own fucking needs you know and uh and then you, it's the same thing as uh
2: okay I'm just gonna cut Ainsley off just for a second there to respond to that, okay, basically, what Ainsley is saying is that uh basically this is response to uh My uh, avid uh, devotion, devotion, avid devotion to a sports team called the Utah Utes. They're the basically the Utes is a Native American tribe uh, located in the Uinta Mountains uh, in eastern Utah, and uh, the University of Utah uses uh, them as their mascot, or I, I guess you could say their tribal name as their mascot uh this is something that that's been that's gone on for i i don't know i i don't know the history of as far as the the history of the University of Utah's uh, relationship with the uh Ute tribe uh but i do know this i do know that um that 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 it is a relationship that is mutual and uh, financially beneficial to uh, both parties. And I think Ainsley, Ainsley is taking issue with the fact that I am a fan of the University of Utah running Utes and that I'm not apologetic for that. Um, do I get angry at people who bemoan the use of Native American ab- ma- mascots? Absolutely not. Um, As a matter of fact, I I, I mean, I totally understand it. I totally understand that position. Just because I I do take issue with the idea that just because I don't agree with, you know, with what you're saying 100% Ainsley that I'm a racist, that that's I kind of take issue with that. But I, I see where you're coming from. There are there are definitely uses of Native American mascots that are unquestionably racist uh the washington the nFL team the Washington Redskins hello I mean newspapers won't even print that name, and I totally agree with that I mean that that's one of those those mascots that's blatantly racist I mean to me, I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't see this as a black and white issue either. You know, any mascot that depicts anything to do with Native American tradition or whatever is racist. I don't agree with that. I do agree that there are racist mascots out there. Uh, Washington Redskins is one of them. Uh, the Cleveland Indians. Uh, been carrying the name Indians uh, and using the, the logo that they use when you combine those two together uh, yeah, that's that's horrible. So the Cleveland Indians, to me, that's that's a no brainer. The Washington Redskins, that's a no brainer. Uh, Florida State, definitely some gray area there. I think uh, uh, Florida State uh, Seminoles, the Seminole tribe, they have a re- long standing relationship with the Seminoles uh, of southern of Florida. And I think the, where, where there's some gray area, though, there is their little hack chopper where, where they go, ha, ya, ya, or whatever the hell they do at the football games. That to me is inappropriate, uh, you know. And I would be curious to know how the Seminole Tribe feels about that. Do they sanction that? Uh, hard to say. I do know that the Seminole Tribe, like the University of Utah, the Ute Tribe with the University of Utah, that. They have a uh, a long-standing uh, lucrative relationship uh, there. So, while the use while calling yourself the Seminoles, I don't see anything wrong with that. You're taking on the name of a tribe. Uh, I think where you get into trouble is when you start using racist uh, or stereotypically racist Indian type uh, gestures or mascots or imagery or stuff like that. I, I think that's where you start stepping on shaky ground. And so the, the whole Tom. I think it's the tomahawk chop is what they call it in Florida State. Uh, that bothers me. Uh, I, I don't understand why they have to do that. But uh, – and I think – I'm not 100% sure, but I still – I think they still have somebody that runs around in the field on in full Indian garb or Native American garb uh, and runs around the field like some wild freaking lunatic. That's kind of wrong. So – with Florida State, it's definitely a mixed bag. Um, taking the name of the Seminole tribe and using it as a mascot, I don't see anything inherently wrong with that. I think it's the imagery and what you do with that mascot is where I I, I see Florida State running into problems. And I think the University of Utah has, prob- has, has done that as well, which is why uh, I think – their 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 mascot now is like a bird uh i swoop is what they call the bird at the university of utah um the only real imagery that's used that would be some, any anything nearly related to the ute tribe the only native american imagery that's used is a feather so I mean, yeah, maybe I am justifying my being a fan of the University of Utah. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm being somewhat of a homer about it, but I'm also trying to look at it from a perspective of it not being a black and white issue because I really don't think it's a black and white issue. I think you can use I think a school can take on a Native American mascot as long as they do it in a respectable as long as they're respectful of the tribe which they are representing or or depicting or portraying I mean you can't are you saying that white people are not even allowed to say the name of a Native American tribe or or let's say let's say if I go into a uh a store, uh, uh, a gift shop on a, on, a, on a Native American reservation, and I buy a shirt that has the name of the tribe. Am I out of line now? You know, I, I don't know. You know, it, like I said, does had to, is the University of Utah's history with the, the Ute tribe uh, squeaky clean? Probably not. Uh, but I do know that, especially over the last 30 years, uh, they've definitely made some accommodations and adjustments to be more respectful uh, of the Native American ute tribe, so you know let, let's 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 hear what the rest of what Ainsley has to say
5: is uh, Al Jolson and Sambo you know I mean and, and uh, you know you think that that is some kind of representation of something you know that the, that the trans community. Uh, you know you're out there you're're you're, you're out there as a representation of the trans community and one thing I'm really glad about is that you're out there as a contrary and as a fucked up you know voice of forbidden messages but I don't feel like when you go out there and you and you say well I have the right to you know listen to these um, these uh, racist images you know like like, you're somehow um you know being liberatory you're not it's it's really fucking twisted and 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 you do have a responsibility to your society and i understand that you do have a sense of this responsibility but there's that level where you feel like you can just say fuck it you know and i'm going to come out here and i'm going to say well you know i'm i'm an ftm androgen and i i have a you know an an investment in uh In fighting racism, my back's been put against the wall probably more than your heads in society, you know. I've been dead in myself. And I know you have too, in your own way, you know. But at some point, you know, you don't have this choice that you're making. You're going to take responsibility for what's going on. And I feel like, well, your voice is out there, and I think you should.
2: Okay, let me respond to that. I see what you're saying, Easley. I really do. You know, obviously, me being trans and not being passable uh, and being very open about it, I I do. that does carry responsibility to uh, represent, you know, because you do represent an entire group of pop, whether you like it or not, you do represent an entire group of, uh, 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 an entire community. Now, for me going to university of, I mean, I think... Your implication that me going to a University of Utah football game and cheering on my Utes somehow is disrespectful to the trans – or misrepresent not disrespectful, misrepresents the transgender community, um, nuh-uh. No. (laughs) I'm very conscientious about uh, this issue, considering that I am a fan of a sports team that uses a Native American mascot. And if if the University of Utah started using a symbol that was similar to the Cleveland Indians or the Washington Redskins, you know, and, and they basically said, fuck it we're the Utes, we're going to use this mascot logo any way we please, and they started using some of the same imagery that some of these other teams use, I would be the first to protest that. I would be the first to to not wear a University of Utah shirt and, and, and cheer on the Utes. I mean, seriously, I, I do have my priorities. I do have my ethics in place. If I really, truly believed that that me being a fan of the University of Utah running Utes was inherently racist and wrong I wouldn't be one so that's my response to that
5: that's kind of it I mean and and part of it also is about what I like you know about being connected with your show with these voicemails it's like it's pretty obvious that that my verbal skills are like not always perfect and i also noticed that yours are not perfect either
2: and that's what makes podcasting that's what separates podcasting from mainstream radio where nobody ever slips up or or bumbles or if they do it's very rare
5: and it makes me feel like comfortable like i can like, I can still be there, you know, and and that, like, we can actually just have a conversation, we can just talk about what's being talked about instead of just picking on each other for not being perfect. And oh, speaking of being perfect, I was also thinking Vernon Belcourt, well, it's no secret that he wasn't perfect. I also want to say something kind of dangerous, which is that the American Indian Movement, uh, you know, the government really made sure that they took full advantage of any human imperfections that existed within the American Indian Movement. And then after I was thinking that I was going to say that to you, then I was thinking, oh, my God, that's a really dangerous thing to say. And then I'm thinking about re-deciding to say stuff that's dangerous to say because it's the right thing to say. Oh, because it's a discussion that needs to be had. Um, we need to have these discussions. And there, Mumia Abu-Jamal is in, in, in jail still. He's not dead because people protested. But he's still in jail because... Um, he, he,
2: he okay, Ainsley got caught off there and called and left another voicemail. Basically, Ainsley left a total of, I think, four voicemails... Uh, And I basically cut off the first minute and the the first voicemail, which was about a minute and a half, and the last voicemail, which was about a minute and a half, and decided to go with the meat and potatoes of what Ainsley was trying to say. And uh, Ainsley, thank you again for calling into the voicemail line, and uh, I I appreciate your passion. Passion is what makes podcasting wonderful, especially when you're talking about controversial issues. There is nothing that you can't say. Uh, on this podcast there really isn't i you know uh, i'll go anywhere i'll I'll explore any issue i'll explore any topic um as long as i have a genuine and passionate interest in it um so thank you for your thoughts um uh you know i would definitely if anybody else has uh Uh, thoughts and opinions that they want to chime in on this particular topic, which I think is an interesting one because it keeps coming up in the mainstream media from time to time, uh, the whole issue of Native American mascots and what have you. It's been happening locally here in Oregon. There's been a, a discussion within the Oregon High School Association to ban the use of Native American mascots, which, you know, I like I said, I, I don't know if I agree with an outright ban that, you know, it shouldn't happen. I, I think there is a respectful way to do it. There's there's a respectful way to uh, uh, portray Native Americans or American Indians in, you know, Im- in, in the imagery that you use, whether it be for sports or whatever, and there are disrespectful ways to do it. So uh, that – the. That's all I'm going to say about that issue. That is all the voicemails I have, and uh, we're running close to an hour here, so I'm going to wrap this up. I want to thank all of you for listening to this podcast. Um, until next time when I do a show, I'm going to try and do a trendy Rec Raw really soon, but I have to make sure that my podcast recording software is not going to crash on me. Uh, because I don't want to use the same software that I used for the uh, the RuPaul interview, and uh, I'm, I'm glad all of you liked that. I didn't get a lot of feedback on the RuPaul interview, I hope you guys liked that. Um, uh, I don't think I have anything else to say, I'm stumbling. My voicemail line is 206 338 two five six three the easy way to remember that is two zero six three fuck me my email is tranny rick at gmail.com i love all of you and oh wait i before i close this up our final song of the podcast is courtesy of the Podsafe Music Network oh by the way the the date with the senator, the intro song was also on the Podsafe Music Network the final song, uh, this is podcasting for you, the final song is by a band named Lockdown and the name of the song is You Got It I love all of you and go fuck yourself Come to the end of another Freak Network podcast, but have no fear, there'll be another one
4: coming around just around the bend. I suggest you check daily for the latest Freak Network
0: podcasts. The Freak Network.com.
2: This program is a member of the TransFM Internet Broadcast Network.